Hey, Chloe, did you like the Barbie movie? You know what? We have a lot to talk about. Politics, culture, faith, and so much more. This is Fact of Life with Chloe Noller and Maddie Lee Watson on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome back to the podcast, Fact of Life. You guys, you have no idea how excited we are to be back in the studio, back recording Fact of Life. Um, We're so glad to be back to school and um, we have so much planned, but there's so many exciting things happening. Maddie Grace, did we just drop a new logo? We did. If you have not seen our new logo yet, make sure to check it out. It is so cool. So exciting. It's amazing. We even have some sweatshirts. If y'all want to go check those out, you can see them on our Instagram. Um, That's like super fun. Another new thing about this season is that we are currently recording in a brand new studio. We really leveled up this year, guys. (laughs) It's so cool. Um, I just I'm absolutely in love with it. The college moved the radio station for the the college to a new location. So with that, we have new studios, new production rooms, new equipment. It's incredible. Yeah, we are so excited to be here. Oh man, there's so much exciting stuff planned. We have, and, and to boot, like so much happened over the summertime mm-hmm. that we need to talk about. So yes, absolutely. This, cup, this upcoming couple of weeks, we have a ton to talk about, a ton to unload. But obviously. I think the biggest thing that happened was um, something that we want to talk about in the podcast today, aka the Barbie movie. And on, honestly, on a little bit of a broader topic with that is what some people called the summer of women, which mm-hmm. the Barbie movie was a very, very large part of. Um, and, you know, there were multiple parts. Chloe, I know you've probably seen some of this, too. There were multiple things like the Eras tour and just different things like that. I've seen a lot of people call it the summer of women, and we want to get into, obviously, a lot of those different aspects. But as you've probably guessed, one of those big aspects that we really want to talk about today is the Barbie movie. Yeah. I was scrolling through Instagram just like a couple weeks ago, and it was just this lady. She was like, oh my goodness, there was so much going on for women, like such a strengthening strengthening summer for women. Um, We had, you know, the Barbie movie, the Eras tour, the Summer I Turned Pretty TV show series. Like, women are just amazing, and I love being a woman, and this is amazing. And so I took a step back from that, and I go, okay, this is great that, like, women are, are ha- they have camaraderie. This is good. But, like, what, why and what are we prioritizing within mm-hmm. that? Why is it the summer of women? Why are they calling it that? What is so special about what happened this summer versus other summers for women mm-hmm. specifically? Exactly. Um, and, you know... When I first heard the Barbie movies coming out, it's like, okay, like, this seems interesting. There's a lot of hype about it. I I think it'd be cool to see how, like, they do, like, the production aspect of that, you know? Like, how are they going to make Barbie come to life? So, I mean, I went with my friends, and within the first five minutes, I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating. I had a headache. Like, I genuinely had a headache, and I looked at my friend who sat beside me, and she was like, you hate this, don't you? Because she knows I just am a conservative, you know? And she and I was like, yeah, I there's I'm, I'm getting a headache like <laughs> it. It was it was crazy. And I think I mean, even I, you know, I wanted to go see it, especially too, because there is so much controversy around mm-hmm. it. And I knew yes. that there would be. 
Um, and yeah, I, as I watched it and I, as I kind of processed, like once I saw that video about the girl saying like, oh, this is summer of women. And I saw what the Barbie movie's about. And I took a deeper look at like the era's tour and Taylor Swift and her songs and what women love about them. And then also the summer I turned pretty TV series, like, okay, what even is that about as well? Like, I know a lot of people love it, but it's, what is it prioritizing as well? And so, yeah, just talking about this, I think um, the Barbie movie is a great example of the things that our culture is prioritizing right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that, yeah, that was something we really just wanted to dive into. And yeah. And I think also like, ultimately, yes, we are conservatives and like we are Christians mm -hmm. and stuff, but we're also like, we are young women. Like these are things that are supposed to be like catered toward us. Right, right. And so- we don't want to like come out of the summer and not know what people are talking about. We don't want to be against something simply mm -hmm. because we are mm -hmm. conservative and that's why we're supposed to be against it. That's yeah. one thing that Chloe and I, like we are very big on, aren't we? You know, absolutely. Just, we don't want to come out and say, oh, we don't like the Barbie movie, right. but we haven't seen it. Or we don't mm -hmm. like Taylor Swift, but we haven't listened to her music, you know, things like that. Um, But so I'm glad I went to see the Barbie movie because Definitely. I would not feel right coming on here or anywhere and Absolutely. having an, a strong opinion on it without having witnessed it myself. Because one thing that I have seen, but I wasn't necessarily expecting, was lots of different in perspectives on the Barbie movie. Even, you know, other young conservative women I've seen liked it and they didn't see it as a woke movie. So I think it's interesting to see i mean i i strongly believe it is but it's interesting to see how people have taken every aspect of the summer everything we've been given and interpreted that definitely you know what was really fascinating to me um was i looked at a poll between conservatives and liberals and then um between the watch trends versus oppenheimer and barbie and this was fascinating to me because first of all when I found out that these movies were coming out, my first thought was like, oh my goodness, Christopher Nolan and it's an, a mm -hmm. Christopher Nolan film and Oppenheimer. And I was so, so, so excited mm -hmm. to see it. Like a nuclear bomb, you know, it's it's not CGI. It's all practical effects. Like I wanted to see this, this cinematic masterpiece. And then I found out that it was rated R for sexual content. Mm -hmm. And like a check within me was like, girl, you can't see that. Like, you're not going to go watch that. Mm-hmm. And like my best friend and I had tickets lined up. We were going to go watch Oppenheimer and then we were going to go watch Barbie. And then mm -hmm. we we're going to like sit there and talk about it all. Yeah. And she texts me. She's like, Chloe, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. want to go see Oppenheimer. And I was like, yeah, like I agree with you. Yeah. I, I can't sit there and watch that either. So when they were looking at polls, a majority of conservatives, or I guess it was basically like a, an electoral map versus Whoa. Oppenheimer and Barbie. Dude, that's so cool. Right. Conservatives went to see Barbie liberals went to see Oppenheimer. And I was like, what? That is such a backwards thing because we, mm -hmm. like a lot of conservatives are going on and on about, you know, the bar movie and mm -hmm. wokeism and liberalism, feminism, all this different stuff. And, you know, talking about how bad it is and stuff. And then Oppenheimer hasn't been talked about very much, but I think it's mm -hmm. telling that conservatives didn't go watch it um, because of the, the the rating. And that I could be totally yeah. wrong, but that is kind of what the, I, the I also were. did not see it. I... I can't I wait to watch it when it comes to. out. I'll use the fast forward button or I'll get it mm -hmm. edited, you know, like I'll use yeah. VidAngel. It's a yeah. great resource. No, that's one of the but. things about seeing a movie in theaters mm -hmm. is there's like you just you have to sit there and watch it. Mm -hmm. And like there's like obviously with that, it's like I don't want to sit here and watch that. No. Yeah. And then 
also there were moments in the Barbie movie I was like I wish I could fast forward right now no, not for those absolutely. reasons but like <laughs> for no idiocy. it's sorry it's so true <laughs> um and we also want to say too with the Barbie movie there's so much here and we have mm-hmm. a bunch of different perspectives that we know um, and so this is going to be a couple series. It's going to be a yes. series thing. Like we're going to talk about this. Exactly. All the perspectives. Cause I really think it brings up a huge cultural question. It's not just mm-hmm. the Barbie movie, but it's prompting a really good discussion on womanhood, yeah. on masculinity, on mm-hmm. what it means to be a, a, a man and woman created in the image of God and exactly. what those roles are. And like one of the main reasons we started this podcast was to provide perspective that you're mm-hmm. not always getting, right. especially like young Christian conservative women. And we've encountered young Christian conservative women who have liked the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. We've also encountered young Christian conservative men who have liked the Barbie movie. Yeah. And we want to make sure that, you know, we're giving you our perspective. But in this instance, our perspective is honestly one that you may have heard. We want to make sure that while we are bringing to light what we think this movie was about and what we truly believe its undertones were, mm-hmm. we want to make sure we're getting that conversation with other people, understanding their perspective, mm-hmm. and also giving you guys, our audience, that perspective as well. Because, right. you know, it's so important to have other people's perspectives, even uh, if you disagree with them. Absolutely. You still need to understand. And I appreciate people's perspectives on this movie, mm-hmm. too. I mean, some people are saying, hey, like, why are we being so divisive? Why are we demonizing everything? Like, why can't we just appreciate the good in something? Mm-hmm. And I totally see that too. But mm-hmm. I also feel it very strongly about the reason this movie was made, the, yep. the jokes in it, the the trends. Um, and, and we know the liberal, like, we know them. They're not mm-hmm. going to make a clean movie. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so It's interesting. I have a quote from an article, like a Business Insider article, and I just found it so interesting and conflicting um it said the barbie movie is wrapped in the language of feminism but it's ultimately not about that it's about convincing millennials many of whom reject barbie to embrace her as a role model but what really gets me is that it says that it's wrapped in the language of feminism but it's ultimately not about that and i just i cannot get behind that sentence because you apply that to any other aspect of your life you apply that to even like a person if a person is saying things and they're doing things and they're acting one way, but they say, oh, I'm not about that. That's not my main goal. Like, that's not who I am. Nobody would believe them. I mean, you are what you say and how you treat people and all of those mm-hmm. kind of things. Yeah. And so it's like, you can't look at the Barbie movie and see, oh, yeah, it's wrapped in the language of feminism. It has all these feminism point, feminism points, but it's not about that. Mm-hmm. You can't, that's just, that's ignoring a huge a huge part of it. And I will I will be one of the first people to acknowledge that there were saving, not necessarily saving grace moments fully, but I mean, there were moments of the Barbie movie, mm-hmm. even a few quotes where it's like, oh, I appreciate that. I like, agree. I like that. Yeah. Or they did good there. Like, it's not 100% of it wasn't bad. And I'll be the first right. to tell you that. But there was just so much woke feminism product of it that was so incredibly degrading to women mm-hmm. that I cannot look past that. Yeah. I would not be being true to being a woman or to women everywhere. A Christian like, woman, yes, you know, creating the image of exactly. God. Yeah, yeah. It's just to look past the femin- the language of feminism in this movie mm-hmm. is to s- look past its aspect of, de- it was just so degrading to women. It was, you know, and, and it, I walked out of that movie theater being ashamed for being a woman. 
it mm. brought out the things of women that I don't want to see. And it's not glorifying. It's not glorifying God. It's not glorifying the creator of who made us. Like it, it was not about being a woman of God or about a woman of character and virtue. It was about mm-hmm. getting oppression off, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. So let's really dive into this. Yes. Let's, let's start from the Absolutely. beginning. Absolutely. One of the very first things that I noticed about this movie that just, oh, is the main plot to what makes Barbie go to the real world, so to speak, is when she starts getting these human characteristics. And like the whole like, oh, her feet went flat. That was funny. Like, I will admit that. I was like, <laughs> oh, like what? This That was funny. There was, I didn't have anything like wrong with that. But then she gets like depression and like cellulite and all these things. And it's like, random human things that you can't like it's they're unavoidable but it's like oh it's the end of the world and you have this like perfect barbie and she's like oh no this is why i have to go change myself this is the end of the world okay but you noticed she didn't even do that it wasn't even her Mm -hmm. the the other barbie forced her to because remember he's she's like you could choose the real world and learn about it. Or she's you like could go the back and stop the Birkenstock and the stiletto. And, stiletto. and she's like, the stiletto. She's like, no, yeah. you can't do that. She didn't even choose that. Yeah. You know, like she was forced to go on this journey, which is interesting. I think that is kind of um, true. We don't mm-hmm. necessarily, we don't get to choose how our life plays out. You know, yeah. we just have to go along with it. Um, well, it's also interesting to me because you'll see there like, oh, we want to show that Barbie's not just stereotypical Barbie. Barbie has different body types, Barbies of different ethnicities and things like that. But it's when Barbie starts to develop a different body type that she wants to leave, which Mm -hmm. I thought was just interesting. And then you get to the real world. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I I, People will tell you, oh, like it was supposed to be um, satirical. And it was like, woke feminists don't make a movie about woke feminists and mean it to be satirical. Like you get... One thing I didn't like was they labeled the real world and then you get to what the real world is and men are in control everywhere, which feminists will tell you they believe. But if you actually look at the real world, it's not like that. And Mm -hmm. so this movie, they're like, oh, it's not a kid's movie. Okay, you can't just say it's not a kid's movie when you full well know that people are bringing their kids to it. Like you can't just claim it's not a kid's movie when you're marketing it as such. And so one quote that really bugged me, so you get there And the little girl says, everybody hates women. Men hate women. Women hate women. It's the only thing we can agree on. And obviously, I get that the real world is exaggerated in this situation. But you have these girls coming into this theater and they're watching Barbie. Oh, Barbie land is supposed to be the perfect life. Mm -hmm. And then she sees the real world. And everyone hates women. Women have no power. And it's like, oh, especially to little little girls who don't have a broader perspective— it's like, oh, like that, that's my life. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting to me as I watched it. And also, I mean, I will say Ken, MVP of that movie. Like I would honestly just watch like <laughs> just the clips of Ken put together. Mm-hmm. And I'd watch that again over and over again. He was hysterical. Ryan Gosling was hysterical as mm-hmm. Ken. It was so funny. That was the only thing getting me through oh, the movie, honestly. I... It was hilarious because um, my best friend and I, we... We're laughing hysterically at all the parts that we weren't supposed to laugh at. (laughs) It was so funny. We were probably the most annoying people in the theater, but we were loving it. But anyways, what I thought was so fascinating and I I think I picked up from the movie was just that like in all of it, all Ken wanted was respect. 
Mm-hmm. That was all that he was asking for. And so he he needed a purpose and he needed something to do and he wanted respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes to the real world. And what do they, they find him show? Like, what do they show him? They show him a gym, working out. They show him um, reading books on tractors. They show him, like, loving horses. They show him, mm-hmm. like... Why is that bad? I, like, I understand here in this scenario, they're they're saying that, oh, men are in charge. Like, this is all terrible and stuff. But it was this was the scene that got me. It was like, someone asked him for the time. And he was like, wait, you're, you're asking me for the time? She's like, yeah, like, don't you have a watch? And he was blown away at the fact because mm-hmm. he said, she respected me. Mm-hmm. And... I just thought that was so interesting. Why use the word respect? Not use, oh, because she revered me? If they're truly trying to play at patriarchy here, wouldn't they say something like that? Like, well, I think... You know, I just... I think, like, one thing that the goal was is, like, Barbie is the exact... Barbie land is the opposite of the real world. Right. So in Barbie land, you know, women have all the power, men have nothing. And what they're trying... What they were doing was reflecting what they call the real world, where men have all the power and women Mm -hmm. have nothing. And so... A point that came across with this is, oh, if you see it in this scenario where women have everything and men have nothing, you think, oh, that's not fair. But the problem is that's not how the real world is. Like, you can't label something the real world where men have all the power and women have nothing. Like, it's ridiculous. The real, the quote unquote real world in this movie was ridiculous. And so it was Barbie land. But mm-hmm. that's the the actual real world just isn't like that. One of the things... Um, they, it was Greta Gerwig that said this. But she said that Barbie just doesn't respect Ken at the beginning. And my thought is, does Barbie ever respect Ken in this movie? You know, it's interesting because, and I, I talked about this with my friend after we watched it too. I was just like, this is too much for me. Because in the movie, it's like she just disregards him, really, for most of the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then when he starts trying to like, just do something to like make himself meaningful. Mm -hmm. She doesn't apologize. She just pouts all she does because it was this one quote where he looks at her and he goes, this is what you did to me. How does that make you feel? Granted, he shouldn't do that as a human Mm -hmm. being. You should not do that. You shouldn't try and lower others to make yourself build up. But she didn't apologize. She didn't, she never did. She just, eventually she goes like, oh, but like, you need to be your own person. You don't need me. We don't need each other. Like, I need to mm-hmm. be me and you need to be you and that's okay. And then he goes, I'm Knuff, whatever. <laughs> but. I am Knuff. But he does, she never, never fully apologizes. Never says, I'm Mm-mm. sorry. I realized that I was lowering you to build myself up. I was mm-hmm. trying to you know, get back, or I was just trying to, like, live my life, you know, and, and and do so lower you, you know? Yeah. And she never apologized for that, and that really, really bugged me. It's interesting because they tried to make Barbie land as close of a replica as our own Barbie worlds growing up, or whatever that was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes that's as simple as the way Margot Robbie stepped out of her shoe. Like, that was cool. Or the way that they ate or drank. And I will Mm -hmm. give them credit. That was, they did a really good job of making Barbie Land come to life. But one of the things they also tried to make come to life with it was how the Barbies and Kins were treated was apparently supposed to reflect how little girls playing with them were treated. And I found um, a comment of Ryan Gosling, who plays Ken, and he said, it's he said it's funny this kind of clutching your pearls idea of like not my kin like 
he said, like, you ever thought about Ken before this? But suddenly it's like, no, you've cared about Ken this whole time. No, you didn't. You never did. You never cared. Barbie never, then he cussed, with Ken. That's the point. If you ever really cared about Ken, you would know that nobody cared about Ken. So your hypocrisy is exposed. So he's, his main point with this is in Barbie land, nobody cares about Ken because girls playing with Ken growing up didn't care about Ken. Which is interesting because he also said that he had never really thought about Ken or Barbie until he got the role in this movie. Um, and his first exposure was going to find the Ken in his house. Which it's funny because his, he, I think it was like laying in like a mud puddle outside or something. Uh-huh. Which is funny. But I don't know. I just feel like that's not true. Because he's saying that like nobody's cared about Ken this whole time. When like, I don't know. I... I don't actually think I called any I, of my dolls Barbie or Ken. I never played with Barbie, so this is I, hard I for did. me to know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's just interesting. You know what? It's interesting, though. Because like, that wasn't true for me at all. And right. I was someone who grew up playing with them, yeah. not someone who just this randomly happened to. No, I, cr- I grew up playing with American Girl dolls. And oh, I, I love American literally Girl dolls. made a boy doll because it wasn't complete in my little world without one. Like, yeah. the men need to be there. So anyways... Ken is a really interesting topic. We're going to dive more into him in the second segment. Just want to remind you, you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. You're with Chloe Noller and Maddie Grace on Fact of Life, and we'll be with you after the break. And so much more. This is Fact of Life with Chloe Noller and Maddie Lee Watson on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome back from the break. We're really glad to be back. Right now, we're talking about the Barbie movie. We're talking about our reactions to it, what we thought about it, and how we feel like this has brought up a cultural conversation. That really Mm -hmm. needs to be happening right now, Um, especially in the realm of Christian conservatives. As we're thinking about the roles between men and women, who they are, what is gender roles, are those social constructs? There's all these things that we're talking about and we're we're hitting them today. So let's get back into the Barbie movie. We're talking about Ken. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, And... I think, sorry, <laughs> I was not prepared for that. <laughs> we, we were talking about Ken and just talking about how even Ryan Gosling himself was saying that like no one cares about Ken and like he only accepted the role after he found his daughter's Ken lying face down in the mud next to a lemon slice. And <laughs> that's when he accepted the role. Um, but he said because his story needed to be told. Do we mm-hmm. feel like Ken's story was told very well in this movie? I don't know because, well... I'm going to be honest. So if y'all listen to our segment right before the break, Chloe did not grow up playing with Barbies. I did grow up playing with Barbies. My kins were never, I don't know. My kins were never like that. Also, nobody called Barbie, Barbie and Kin Kin. At least I didn't. Maybe I had, I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> right. I was, yeah. Even if I had called, I wouldn't I have been like, I named them oh, my own things. Right. And like my boy Barbies were the ones that like were probably used the most because I had less of them. I don't, I don't really know. I just thought it was interesting because he's trying to tell Ken's story 
but he never had any experience with Kin beforehand, if I'm understanding correctly. And then he gets on here and accuses every single person ever of not caring about Ken. Honestly, I'm going to be really honest. One thing I feel like happened with this movie overall, and it's probably a big reason why people are getting different perspectives from it. I just don't think the people making this movie were on the same page with what the message was. And I have some different um, quotes and things like that that kind of back that up. And one of them I really want to point out is, um, I believe her name is, is pronounced Issa Rae. I don't know. I may be pronouncing it completely wrong. I definitely should have looked it up beforehand. But she's the one who plays President Barbie. And she said, my worry was that it was going to feel too white feministy. But I don't think that it's... I don't, but I think that it's self-aware. Barbie land is perfect, right? It represents perfection. So if perfection is just a bunch of white Barbies, I don't know that anybody can get on board with that. So she was talking obviously about more like racial ties with that, but she does point out that, you know, Barbie land is supposed to represent perfection. But then you look at some other people making the movie, like Margot Robbie said that something that brought her to this movie was that Barbie projects, simultaneously projects unhealthy body ideals and female empowerment. And it's like some of them are saying, oh, it represents perfection. And some of them are like, oh, we're trying to bring light to it. But in my opinion, watching the movie, even if it is on the side of, oh, we're trying to bring to light the flaws of Barbie and help people see her as a role model for her good, the movie just didn't accomplish that. It was almost like they just like threw up a bunch of stuff into the movie and said, this is good. I agree because everyone is getting different mm-hmm. ideas from it. And based on your background and your upbringing, whether how you've thought about Barbie, mm-hmm. how you view gender roles. I mean, even if you are a Christian conservative, everyone has a different opinion of it yeah, because exactly. there's a different message that everyone gets out of it, which I don't, I don't know. It's weird to me that this is the way it is. But what I also, what I also didn't like about the fact that she, they keep saying like, this is the the perfect world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I heard a commentator. She said, "Well, no, people keep ra- like hitting on the Barbie movie, and I think they're completely wrong. Like they definitely didn't see the same movie I did." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." And she's like, "It wasn't. It wasn't saying that um, women in control is better or men in control is better. It's showing that when only men or only women are in control, it's bad. But when you work together, it's good." I can see where she's coming from. They never worked together in the movie. No, they don't. By the end, women are back in power. And this is all this is all that they give to the men. You can be whoever you want to be, but you don't need me also. And then the guy goes, can I have a seat on the Supreme Court? And the president's like, I'm not sure I can do that, but we'll try. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. They literally say maybe someday. How is that having men and women work together? No. How about like, ah, I didn't like that. Like, no, it's not okay when just men are in control. And no, it's not okay when just women are in control, especially because they're not mm-hmm. meant to be that. Um, in And it's just like, it's not going to work well either way. And if you're mm-hmm. going to say that that was what the movie was saying, they needed to work together in the end. And they didn't. Yes. The men worked together. There was no true resolution in the movie. No. If you look at it, Barbie Land. And she just leaves Barbie Land. Barbie like, Land I don't stays understand the same. either. Barbie Land stays the same, except Barbie leaves to go to the real world. The real world stays the same, but Barbie's there. Yeah. And one of the things that she says, like, one of, like they're basically the reason she goes is because she wants to do the imagining, not be the idea. Which, okay, that's cool, but that also has nothing to do with the entire plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. See, none of these things lined up. 
the ending did not line up with the plot. The beginning did not line up with the ending. There was just nothing. And, and you know what I also didn't like about that? She's trying to create her own destiny, her own purpose. That's not something we can do. We've talked about this so much on the mm-hmm. on the podcast about our identity, who we are as human beings, what we're meant to do, what we're mer- what you know, what we're supposed where we're supposed to go with that. And and in this movie, she has this weird moment. I fully didn't understand it truly until with, like after like Ruth, the with, creator. Yeah, with the creator, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. little air quotes here. Um, you know, and and she's like, oh my goodness, you're better than I ever could have imagined. She's like, I don't want to be the imagined. I want to do the imagining. And it's like, that's what sin is. Like, just stay with me for a second. Like, I know that's a really crazy thing to say. <laughs> Chloe but when is, you think about it. Chloe goes, Barbie is sin. <laughs> But when you think about it, when we look up at our creator and we say, no, Lord, I don't want to do what you've imagined me to be. I want to do the imagining. That's how we end up in a horrible, sinful world. We are broken people. We can't do Mm -hmm. the imagining on a creator, like create, like creation level. Have you seen that the scene between Ruth and Barbie is supposed to like mimic the, um, that God is touching Adam on the Sistine Chapel? Yeah. Which... I think it's interesting and like Super cool. Weird, honestly. One, it doesn't really fit with the rest of the movie. Like the no. rest of the movie is not an analogy between God and Adam. Also, it has like Barbie like reaching down instead of like I don't know. It's just right. a weird little thing. And like I I will admit I liked seeing Ruth in the movie, but the scene yeah. was just like one. It was a standalone scene that really didn't line up with anything else. And also the analogies were just like weird and like like. The analogy was not consistent. And I think, no. but I, I just, I think it's so harmful though, because it's mm-hmm. just, it's telling women, you create your own destiny. You can go do whatever you want. You be you and that's okay. Because that's what they tell Ken. They tell mm-hmm. Ken, you go be you. He never found a purpose. He never found something to do. He wasn't a doctor. He wasn't a, you know, a president. He wasn't anything in the, he was just Ken. And that's their joke, right? He's just Ken. But I hate that because that's, and, and and I also it's it's scary to me that men like the movie too. And I and I know I mean there are people that I respect, men that I respect that liked the movie. But it's scary to me because this movie just encourages complacency in men. It encourages the lack of leadership. It encourages the lack of going out and doing something with your life. It's like by the end, it's like oh, well, the women are just going to control everything, so I can just sit back and be me and do whatever the heck I want, no matter what. That's not life. That's mm-hmm. not what a biblical role of manhood is at all. And I get that this is supposed to be funny too, and you're not supposed to take everything like at face value. But if, especially if young children are watching this movie, young mm-hmm. men who already are are being pressed by this culture to just, you know, let women take over and control everything, mm-hmm. this just encourages that. And that's really scary to me. You know, honestly, just sitting here, I had the most profound thought. This movie is just like off-brand You Are Special by Max Lucado. It's like the opposite, you know? Because bear with me a moment. In You Are Special by Max Lucado, you have the like little wooden people, right? And they have like Eli, their creator. And when the little guy whose name I don't remember because I just now thought of this and didn't have time to research it is all like, I feel awful about myself. He goes to his creator and he finds his value there and he sees Mm -hmm. how wonderful his life is. In Barbie, Barbie like happens upon her creator and is like, oh, I'm better. 
Like, Barbie would not right. have survived and you are special. She just... Yeah, I she mean... She already it's, thought she was special. I wouldn't say it's off-brand. It's like a completely different version okay. of that story. Well, it's like a... It's like a broken mirror. There you go. I I just... It makes me so sad, too, because... Is that what we want to be telling women? Is that really the message we want to say? Is that you can be whatever you... Like, yes, God's given us talents and abilities and we are create in the image of God and we have minds that are beautiful and we can do and think amazing things. Women are so incredible. We can do things that men can't. We can bear children. We can be mothers. This is like we have all these beautiful Mm -hmm. gifts, but we do not need to be Mm -hmm. creating ourselves. Like that's, that's not our role. We need to be resting in God and finding our identity in the creator who Mm -hmm. knows far more than we do. And fulfilling our purpose too. I think it would have been beautiful for Barbie to meet Ruth and maybe understand what Barbie's purpose was more, which I think maybe they were like attempting to do, but they just failed at it. Um, But I think that would have been something beautiful too. And for her to go back to Barbie land and for Barbie land to turn into what maybe Ruth's purpose for it was like, Mm -hmm. that would have been great. I think I really, I know we've mentioned this a few minutes ago, but I think what a lot of this comes back to is people are saying, oh, this was their intent with the movie. This was like the goal of the movie. This is this. Well, if it was, it failed at doing so. You can't yeah. look at a movie and say, oh, I think they were trying to do this. I think they were trying to do that and completely miss what actually happened. It comes back to that quote that I brought up at the beginning of this episode from Business Insider that said that, you know, the Barbie movie is wrapped in the language of feminism, but it's ultimately not about that. It comes back to that. It's like saying, this is the whole thing that it's doing, but it's 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 not about that. It's not about that at all. But when you look at it, it's like one of the very one of the quotes in the movie from the narrator um, says, "Barbie Land is where all problems of feminism and equality can be solved." Like, okay, maybe you can claim their goal was something different, but you can't look at the movie completely disregard everything it said, everything it did, every degrading thing it said about women, and be like, "Oh, that's not the point." Like the whole thing, yeah. it was like oh, women, you shouldn't be content with yourselves. You should, one of the things was, let's look up to Barbie as a role model. Like I saw, that's business insider quote, I think. One of the things that it said was that women, like they wanted millennials to look up to Barbie. I don't want to be Barbie in this movie. She was a jerk. She was self-absorbed, didn't really care about anyone else. Like it just showed every like bad thing about women and said, this is about you. You, it just highlighted all the bad things. I mean, I'll give it Yeah, credit. oh my goodness, that speech that that, I don't remember her name, the mom, mm-hmm. you know, of the of the girl. She came in there and gave that speech about the expectations of women and then all of a sudden women were like freed, you know, from their little, mm-hmm. okay, also just so weird. The plot here, just so many holes. But it I just, didn't make sense. when I was watching that scene in the movie, I wanted to just scream, like jump up and scream and be like, is this what womanhood is like? I don't, I understand, like, and it, and it has been difficult. I mean, there has been a long history in the, in the entire world of, of women being, um, of oppressed. I mean, that is like pretty much every culture except, uh, you know, a Jewish or Christian culture, women have been oppressed and, and pushed down. And I understand that. And I like, I'm not, I'm not going to make light of that either. But I mean, speaking strictly within American and American feminism, I also want to say like, it is difficult to be a woman. 
there are a lot of standards that are here for women. Um, the culture is very confusing for women. Like, what are what are we like? I I see all these questions they ask. Like, what does it mean to be a woman? What is our purpose in life? These are things that we all struggle with as women. It's very difficult to be one because you know we have a lot more going on in our bodies than than men do. Like, uh, so many more hormones, so many more things that can go wrong. Like, it's it is difficult just in general to be a woman. There's a lot mm-hmm. going on. However, they never give an answer to the question and they never focus back on the purpose and the meaning of life. They ask what mm-hmm. the meaning of life is, but they there's don't- There's really no true resolution. There's no true resolution. And what made me sad was because they're talking about all these like standards, like women are expected to be this, but then they have to mm-hmm. be this. And like, I, I, I just, I was like, can we all just like shut that scene off? And go read Proverbs 31. Mm. Like, this is one of the most beautiful passages in the Bible on womanhood. Mm-hmm. And, and you can look at beautiful pictures of women in Esther, in Ruth, in, you know, in Mary and Martha, and looking at their struggles and how Jesus was so kind to them and, and understood the, the women's struggle. Like, mm-hmm. but can we just go back to, to the Bible and the biblical biblical outline of what a godly woman is fulfilling her purpose. She's noble. She has worth. Her husband trusts her because she is responsible and diligent. She works hard. She um she's diligent. She's integrous. She she has her own business. Like she buys a field and cares for it. You know, I'm looking at it right now like she's strong. She is um she's responsible again. She cares for her family. She opens her door to anyone. She clothes them well. She takes care of the house of the family. Um, and, and I just love the verse, like her husband and her children arise and call her blessed. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Um, a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. This movie focuses all about the problems that women have. It's all focused on humanity and the struggles of women, but it never, ever comes back to what God says about being a woman. And, and you know, of course it doesn't. It's not a Christian movie, but like it, it was just so sad to me because she's talking about all of these, all of these things. And it's like, no, like as a woman, yes, it is difficult, mm-hmm. but like, God has given us such a beautiful picture of what it means to be a woman. And mm-hmm. none of that is demeaning, like at all. All of that is empowering to be strong and like, you know, it's 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 literally empowering, mm-hmm. not just like progressively empowering. Exactly. You know? And like you can look at the movie and you can claim that it's trying to do all these things. When you look at it, there's no resolution to this movie at all, even from like a film perspective. Mm-hmm. The Barbie land stays the same. The real world stays the same. The only resolution is Barbie going to the gynecologist, which is just a weird ending. I but I, I, I was really wanted I to know. cry. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was weird. Like, it's all, it's just all the same. Like, nothing changes. You can say anything you want about how you thought their goal was to show you, but in the end, nothing changed except Barbie went to the real world. And it's like, if we we're really trying to accomplish things, if... If you really think that the point of the movie was that Barbie Land isn't perfect, Barbie Land would have changed at the end. Right. I was expecting, honestly, I would have, I think I would have appreciated the movie a little bit more if the real world and or Barbie Land had evened out. Things mm-hmm. been normal. But in the end, 
it was just all the same. Like there wasn't, there wasn't anything different. And then it says, I see a quote from the LA Times that says, the film's reception has focused on its messages of women's empowerment. But what makes it a radical story is that it also invites women to reimagine feminism so that it doesn't ignore male struggles. Here's the thing. You can claim it does that, but they still still ignored Ken's struggles in the movie. They did. Like, they totally did. People are did. making all of these claims about what the Barbie movie is trying to accomplish or what it's inviting women to do. Like, they're saying it does this. They're saying it does this by maybe one quote here or one quote there. But when you look at the overall plot of the movie, Ken is still ignored. Barbies in Barbie land still care about their thin bodies and whatever lifestyle they're trying to do. And in the real world, the entire Mattel board is all men, which is not true, by the way. Looked it up in the middle of the movie. They're half women. <laughs> fact check. Instagram put a fact check on that. So true. Yeah. I I just... It, it was sad to me. To, it was just sad because... And I will say the one thing I appreciated about it was that they said that it's okay if a woman wants to be a mom. I, yes, I wanted to mention that I was actually like, way to go. Like, that was so good. Yes, I did appreciate that moment. And I also, I also will say, like, I died at the jokes. Like, when Ken was like, let me play guitar at you for four hours. Like, also the things they tried to, like, play up as patriarchy, again, air quotes, we're just I would boys love being boys. To live in a Mojo Dojo Casa house. <laughs> no, for real. Give me one. But like, it, it was just so funny because it's like, obviously, some of those things taking the extreme, like the beer, whatever, like the women serving the men, like not at all. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, hysterical. I mean, the, the men playing guitar at you for four hours straight, like that's what they do. They <laughs> they pull out their guitar. They're like just playing their guitar, and you Play can guitar for me, can hardly. <laughs> Why you is can hardly rip it away from them. They love their guitar, and I love Please it. Serenade us. I love that he was reading books on tractors. Like, yes, you go do that. Like, be a man. Go, go do the manly things. You know, it's just I, I appreciated that fact about it. But man, just overall, like, I was, I was saddened by, by, by the movie, and I just mm-hmm. did not. I do not think that it was. It gave women hope. It didn't give me hope. At least I walked out feeling discouraged and and I really feel like we need to talk even more about this because there's just so many levels to it I would love to dig deeper into it mm-hmm. and especially you know get more people's absolutely perspectives on here but I because I think that this conversation won't be kind of full un- unless multiple people are talking it out talking about different perspectives absolutely. and then maybe we can kind of understand it more as a whole right I think that conversation is so essential to this one topic. of our one of our next you know, guest is going to be a guy on here that, that actually did enjoy the movie. And I, yeah. you know, I think it's a valuable perspective that we mm-hmm. want to know. And so, yeah, we're going to dive more into this. And I know you're probably like, oh my goodness, I've seen so much Barbie stuff. But I truly do think it's bringing up a really important conversation exactly. that we need to have. And ultimately, our goal here is to really talk about the mm-hmm. biblical role of men and women in culture and society and within mm-hmm. the church as well. My name is Mattingly Watson. I'm Chloe Noller. And, and we, we approve, approve of this message. message. The Fact of Life podcast can be found at at Fact of Life podcast on Instagram or at Fact of Life pod on Twitter. Reach out to the host at Fact of Life podcast at gmail.com or send a message on Instagram or Twitter. Listen to the Fact of Life anywhere you get your podcasts, especially right here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.
Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on The Fact of Life.